What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Art of Photography. My name is Ted Forbes and in this video I want to talk about printing and I have several projects coming up over the next two months that will involve some different kinds of printing techniques and those are things that I want to cover on the show. So I want to look at digital inkjet printing which we're going to talk about today and we're also going to be looking at some wet darkroom techniques coming up as well. And I think the best place to start is I want to talk about printing overall and kind of the modern approach to it. And printing is really interesting because it's something that most photographers have moved away from a great deal. And it makes sense because we live in the age of social media where we can share our images digitally to a large number of people and we never print them. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think that there's a lot of things that are really beneficial and make it easier to share your work than it's ever been. But I think one of the results is I think most photographers do not print their work very often. And I think printing your work, at least now and then, is a great discipline to get into. Um, for several reasons, I think, you know, when we are completely in a digital environment all the time and our images live in Lightroom and we go work on them, we're never really going towards a finished solution to something. And particularly if you're in the fine art world and you look at the way galleries work and museum works, um, they're all still print-based. And there's, there's something about that, though, that I think is very legitimate. Turning your work into a print turns it into an object. And it's something you can hold. It's something there's an addition of. It's something that you could display or put on your wall or have a show with. And it, there's just a mindset that goes into that when you're looking at really finalizing an image and going that extra mile to go all the way to complete it that I think is really important. And I think that's something that a lot of people miss out on. So that's why I want to do some episodes here on printing. Today, I want to show you the inkjet printer that I'm using and we're going to talk about digital inkjet printing and you know, I'm of a different mindset in some ways because for a long time, I mean, digital technology has come a long way now. And really since, you know, if you look back around 2000 or so, I remember when I bought my first inkjet printer, for me it was very frustrating to do black and white work on. And I love to do a lot of black and white and a lot of my work is based in black and white. And that was the biggest frustration point for me was being able to get the quality of image that I wanted from an inkjet printer. And a lot of those frustrations actually led me, that's why I still have a darkroom today and why I still love using the darkroom because I have a lot of control that I can do over the image. Uh, you know, as Ansel Adams and Fred Archer taught us years ago, there's all these methods you can do to control contrast and get the print exactly like you want it. And, you know, I know that not everybody's into that at that degree of hands-on in a darkroom, but for me, it was something that I really enjoyed and it gave me better results in the end. Now for color, it's a lot different. Um, for me, color printing, was, it worked out a lot better on an inkjet. And I'll talk about and I'll show you some examples of these in a second. Um, but color, I think most people have moved away from because when you do color in the darkroom, it's not that it's difficult, but there really isn't a lot of control that you have over different looks like you do with black and white. There's really kind of one way to get it and balance everything out and get everything correct. And so I think for that reason, most people for the last you know, 20, 30 years, it's just been, you know, it hadn't made a lot of sense to do it that way. So it's easier to send it out and now that we have inkjet technology to do that at home. So that's why I split my time between the two of them. But I will say that digital technology has gotten to a point where it's getting very impressive with black and white work. And we're going to look at that in a second. The printer that I'm using right now for digital work is the Epson P600, which is a recent model that's come out. And I'm going to show you some of the things I really like about it and tell you some of the things I kind of wish it did and go over the pros and cons. And we'll get to that in just a second. But 
Anyway, I wanted to lay some groundwork about printing because I think this would make a great multi-part episode that we'll be revisiting over the next two months here. But today we're gonna to talk about digital printing. So the printer that I am currently using, as I mentioned earlier, is the Epson P600. And this is part of a really interesting series that Epson has just released that I am really happy with. And essentially this series is an evolution to the Stylus Pro 3880, which for a long time was the standard printer that photographers who wanted to print in studio was. Uh, the Ultrachrome HD ink set is incredible. It's available on the P600 here and the P800, and it is fantastic. It's got a lot of new features. It's been completely redesigned for better contrast, better tonal range, the density's better. And the highlight for me in here is that the blacks are absolutely fantastic. And what this does is this increases your dynamic range dramatically. Um, you're gonna see that there are nine tanks of ink in here and they can be bought individually. The P600 uh, and the P800 for that matter, both support a wide range of fine art papers as well as standard papers. And so you can really dial in the specific look. The only complaint that I have on this is that it does not sport transparency paper. And that's a little bit of a drag because a technique that I really want to be doing more of is making transparencies uh, to use an alternative process for contact printing from digital files. But I do have an older printer that I can still do with this. It's just not as quite as nice as this one. We are looking at some test prints that I did now on the P600. And I realized that video is not the optimal medium for critical viewing of inkjet prints. But I want to show you why I chose these images to show in this video. We're going to do some close-ups and I want to point out some things that I think this printer does exceptionally well at. These first two images are obviously very large and this one is a 13 by 9 image. And so this is pretty much kind of the standard largest size that you're going to get out of this printer. You can go smaller, obviously. You can also use the roll paper adapter and print a longer image if you want to do a panorama, but you are limited to the 13 inch size on here, which actually is plenty big enough. And a couple of things I want to point out in these images, um, for instance, this first one that was taken with my RX100 Mark III out an airplane window. I didn't do any post-processing and this was printed out of Lightroom. And a couple of things that I think are very impressive about this are one, this gradient in the top. A lot of times when you have a gradient in an image like this, um, sometimes you'll see banding issues in the print and there aren't any, it's very smooth. Also in the bottom area here, the, the detail, um, in the landscape here is very sharp and impressively so. There aren't any little imperfections or smudges or anything like that. It is a very clean image. And I really wanted to see just what it did with a, a image taken straight out of the camera. This one did have a little bit of levels adjustments and post-processing on it, um, but I chose this image because one of the things I like to do uh, in images that I make is I like to work with lower moody shadow detail a lot. And I mentioned that the this P-series of printers has a, the new Ultra Chrome HD inkjets, ink set that uh, it's completely redesigned pigments. Everything is new. And I wanted to see what this did because the specs quote that it's a higher density, a higher dynamic range. Um, it, it, you have a much improved image with it. And you can see that in the shadow detail, I hope, on the video here. Um, it does pick up a lot of this, which in the past when I've done inkjet prints, that usually gets really muddy or goes straight to black and you don't retain any of that color detail, particularly in lower light and it works really nicely on this image. So I can tell you that the ink set that they've redesigned on here is fantastic. Um, it's 
the best I've ever seen in a semi-pro level, I guess you could say, printer like this. Um, usually you don't see results like this until you go to a much higher uh, expense in printer line and then also um, a lot of testing. And I literally did one image. This was straight out of Lightroom and so it was very impressive. Um, there's not a big color shift um, and you know, as long as your monitor is, is somewhat calibrated as far as profile goes, you'll be fine. Um, I wanna look at a couple images now that I did uh, just to test out some of the capabilities with wireless printing, um, specifically with my iPhone. These images here, um, this one on the left, I did a little test here because you put the printer on the Wi-Fi and you know your phone will see it. So literally all I did is I downloaded this off of Facebook. So this is a JPEG that Facebook has already recompressed. Just saved it to my phone, opened up the images app or the photos app and printed straight out of that. You do get a full bleed image when you do that. And I think the only downside with that is, is that you don't have options for borders, at least that I could find anywhere. And then I took the same image, printed it from the raw file and that's the one on the right. And as you can see here, there isn't a huge difference other than the fact that one went full bleed. Um, the results are extremely impressive. And to be able to just do proofing off of your phone like that and print that easily, um, is really impressive to me. Um, that's something I haven't done a lot with and I know that, that phones have been able to print for a while and I've done documents that way in the past but I've just never thought it would give me any decent results. So I did a test here. Same kind of paper and as you can see, really the only problem that I had was this, I didn't have an option to not go full bleed so it did crop into the image. But the color rendition, a lot of things are very similar. Now if you were printing really large, you might start to see your resolution differences and this is just uh, eight and a half by 11. Um, letter size paper but in t for this size anyway there was no noticeable difference so this would make an incredible printer for proofing or even just making images that you do on a mobile device um, the difference that i found and this was interesting too and i did print this off of an iphone as i mentioned um, epson has an app um, and it does give you a few more options in there as far as uh, borders cropping what you want to do with the image and you can see this one did not go full bleed I do have a border on it But the interesting thing to me is that you do see Less saturation in the clouds the color just shifted slightly um, It boosted the darks a little more like you can see back here The sky is darker on the iPhone image and the iPhone image and the Lightroom raw file that I sent to the printer are very close in color And this is more true to what I want to see so what I can deduce from this though is that Epson, and I know that they're really no longer supporting this app, which I think is a little bit unfortunate because I think there is a use for it still. Um, I just wish they would put some effort back into that because one thing I can't do straight from the phone, uh, printing right out of the just my images on the iPhone, is that I can't control borders and um, stuff like that. You, do, you select the paper size from the front of the printer, and it would also be nice if Epson, if they didn't want to continue their app, is to at least give you the border options from the front of the printer. I went through all of the settings on the touchscreen and couldn't find anything. So it is possible that I have that wrong, but as far as I can tell, you don't have options for that. So I think Epson could find a workaround for that. This is super, super nitpicky. Um, but if you did want to print something that was you know, not full bleed from your phone, you are going to be restricted to that unless you use the Epson app, which has a color shift. So I haven't found a workaround for that. But I was particularly impressed with the quality that came out, considering this was a JPEG from Facebook, this was a raw file from Lightroom, and at at least 8.5 by 11 size, Really, the only problem I has is I, I had is that I can't do borders on from the phone. So the quality is 
excellent on this. And the ease of use, just to be able to print something from your phone quickly like that is pretty amazing. One of the downsides to inkjet printing is simply the cost of materials. You do have to buy ink for these things and it's not the cheapest thing in the world and you do have to buy paper as well. And Inkjet printing, much like darkroom printing, does require skill to get used to how to do it properly and what you're looking for. It's a lot less hands-on than darkroom printing, but inkjet printing is a skill that you want to work on just like anything else. One resource that I can recommend to you guys is actually our sponsor today who are the awesome folks over at lynda.com. They have a title in their massive library of online video tutorials and training called From Screen to Paper, Improving Your Inkjet Printing Skills with Ben Long. And basically the whole idea behind this title is working on what it is you're looking for because when you optimize images for screen, you go for a much different um, idea than what you're going to do to represent that image on paper. And one of the things you can do in improving your skill set is wasting less paper and ink doing proofs and you can kind of get to your final conclusion if you know what it is you're looking for. And so lynda.com are amazing for this kind of thing. This is an awesome title. And lynda.com have a deal right now where you can get watch this absolutely free. If you go to a special link that I'm going to give you, they have a deal for Art of Photography viewers right now where you get 10 days of unlimited access to the entire website. And so what you want to do is head over to lynda.com slash AOP. That is lynda with a Y dot com slash AOP. That will give you 10 days of free unlimited access to the entire website. Take 10 days and go through this title and learn and get your skill set together and understand what it is that you're looking for. It can be a big help. And I do want to give an extra special shout out to the awesome folks at lynda.com for once again sponsoring another episode of the art of photography. So to sum all of this up, if you are serious about your work but you're not printing very often, I would encourage you to start doing that more often. Printing is really important, I think, in many ways, in just the finalization of an image and the getting it into an object form. I think those are things that we are starting to lose sight of in the current age of photography, and it's something that's really important. The P600 is a wonderful printer. You get a lot of bang for your buck. I mentioned there are tons of pros. I'm obviously very excited about it. There are a handful of cons, but I think as printers go, this is one of the best experiences I've ever had with a printer in this price range. And you know, you can certainly spend a lot of money on ink and paper and you want to keep that in check, but I think it's really important to continue to do. You don't have to print your work massive every time either. Just doing small prints uh, is enough of getting that practice under your belt to make it part of your workflow and to start improving your own work with. Um, if you're really strapped on money, you can also you send it out and use services like Adorama Picks. I've had really good results doing that. Uh, you can do small prints and do your proofing that way and then order larger ones when you feel the time is right for that. But for me, just being able to have it in the studio and make it part of my workflow and something that I do a lot is really important. So anyway, guys, if you have any questions or comments, please leave them below or wherever you're watching this video. And until the next time, I'll see you guys in the next video. Later.